We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are live once again. It is the Saturday morning edition of the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. My name is Rob Doster. That gentleman you see with me is the one and only Jeffrey Goodman. We are presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Jeffrey, we're, we allegedly have a surprise guest here, but there's no one, no one here there's to no surprise yet. me yet. The only, no the only thing yet. I see is is your is your mug, as usual, which is he no different than any other Saturday morning. So he will be here. I promise you, he will be here unless technology gets in the way. Uh, I promise you, he will be here. So. Uh, just give it a second. He'll show up. You have no idea uh, no clue. who is on their way. No idea. No clue. Last last time you dropped uh, you dropped Ken Palm on me, which was um, quite enjoyable. It was a pleasant surprise. Ken Palm yeah. and his mullet, right? Yeah, Ken Palm was looking good, looking sharp. Seven o'clock in the morning in Utah. It was probably still dark. He was ready to go. He, he was, was ready, ready to go. go. So that, that's um, all right. Fair. So last night was a pretty, pretty boring slate of hoops. But is there anything that you think is worth mentioning? Um, what was? Do you have any takeaways? We had some Atlantic Ten action. We had some Mountain West action. Yeah. What do you got? I mean, really, the only thing that mattered, I guess, St. Louis right getting killed mattered because yep. we can we can officially kind of rule St. Louis out as an at large now. Uh, not that they were really in there before, but. Uh, and, and and then to me, the oh other one. boy, oh boy, Jeffrey, who do we got? You, you, yeah, you see we, who we got? <laughs> don't you? All right, here we go. Hey, hold on. Oh, let me change the graphics. Covering up your face. There we go. There he is. You, you need to move over a tiny bit to get away from that graphic. The other way. The other. The other way. Go, no, oh, no, no. This there way. You yeah. You, listen, this is homemade here. It's homemade. You guys got it going. Why don't I just move the computer? There you, you can do that too. How you doing, Stanford? Good Steve, man. You guys good? Stanford, What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, Rob. You in Connecticut? No, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Jersey right now. Okay. We still we, get blasted with the snow up there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, I I feel like I've been shoveling six inches of snow every other day for the last six weeks. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm I so tired of that. I. Everybody down here is so mad at the weatherman in DC. I moved to DC this July. Every like Van Pelt can't stand them because they're wrong on everything. And I'm like, I'm loving it because I'm like, my shoveling days are done. Yes. So you you guys haven't gotten hit? Well, I mean, we've gotten hit, but like not nearly the Connecticut. Like, yeah. what was it? Uh, 
three weeks ago, like we got hit pretty good. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it was 50 degrees and everything melted. Like it was, there wasn't anything. Now it's basically just like some ice and stuff from the other night. So this is like the greatest move for you ever. Yeah, I'm loving it. It wasn't it. We just, we just need to get these freaking kids in school, man. Look, you're you're telling me you oh. telling, you're preaching to the choir over here. It's How old are your brutal. kids? Uh seven, four, and one, all girls. Wow, wow! I got, I got five yeah. and almost two. I'm losing my mind. Let's start with, and I don't know how it's been for you. Uh, obviously, you and Scott are like diehard college yep. fans. We know that. You know, every time I was I was in Bristol, I would run by and we'd we'd laugh at at Scott watching a Maryland game. That was always honestly that's. Like, we need a cam on him. At some point, can we do it? Can we put a cam without telling him? No, no chance. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be done. You'd be done? How about through, like, maybe his wife? Like, is an April, you know, like some sort of joke? Practically, no, no way. No. You wouldn't do it either? No, we Damn. can't do that. <laughs> Damn. All right. Anyway, I only um, get to tell people about it. How about that? Because you've that. seen it firsthand. Oh, my God. He's out of his mind, Rob. Like, seriously, he's got issues. Like, you know, Steve's not great when he's watching Stanford, but like, not really. I mean, you're, you're like, I am when I'm watching, you know, and I'm not like that anymore, but when I was I'm watching, not great. Was I'm, not, I'm not great. Yeah. But you're not like him. No. I mean, there's not a lot of people like him. It's out of control. He is like so locked in. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how he even, he doesn't really watch any other games that night. Like everything else is going on around him. And like, he's got to have people tell him, He's really good about multitasking, and yes. he's got to be because he's so locked into a Maryland game, and other people are telling him stuff, and somehow he's processing it all while being fixated on the Terps. I will say this. Before the year, the last three seasons, our our former researcher, uh, J-Mac, yeah. puts together the Maryland schedule and then puts it next to our show schedule, and everybody realizes what we're in for on the same nights Maryland's playing than we have a show that night. Because everybody knows what's going on. He recently right. sent a Christmas present to Scott's new office here, which is right next to Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser. And it's just a big red sign that just says the panic room. Established 2020 with the Terps. And as you know, Maryland, I mean, they are fighting their asses off. You know, like they got the wins. And, you they're know, hard we're to talking- watch, though. They're hard to watch. They're almost harder to watch this year. They are. I mean, they play their butts off. They're not the most skilled offensive team, but like they've gone in and, and won some games that they, you know, I think deserve to, you know, prove that they they deserve to be in a tournament. You know, knowing the conference, and then you know their schedule's been front loaded. Uh, you know, the whole time they only, they haven't played any of the bottom teams. They, they just got two against Nebraska. Uh, an enormous game. Thank God we don't have to watch it with them tomorrow at the rack. Um, so it uh, it's 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 been an interesting ride, but it's it's it, it, and and for his sake, man, like it, it sucks because we moved here so he could go to Maryland football games, he could go to Maryland basketball games, and can't go. The can't go to I one. Can't go. Can't go to one. <laughs> so bad. So bad. All right. So give me give me if if I asked you. For you, what this college basketball season has been like? How would you describe it? I feel like it, it, it's 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 been obviously obviously unprecedented. But like you talk to coach, like you watch games. You guys watch games. You guys are watching multiple games every night. I'm watching, and the guy. I mean, you see for 
it's just something you haven't seen before because you see the excitement on the benches. Like, every, I mean, I'm watching Michigan-Wisconsin Sunday afternoon. Like, they're in it. They're off 23-day break. They got a defense chant going down the other end because, was kind of, you know, in the second half. Like, you hear that stuff. You hear the sneakers. And then you talk to, you know, we've had few on a bunch of times after games, and it's just like, it's like this relief. Like, we got through another one. We got through it. Like, we had, we had Fuey on the night after they had, they beat West Virginia and they were going to play Baylor that Saturday. It was like Thursday night. And it was just like, we're fine. You know, we got past, we put together this game with, he said he put together the game with Huggins in 10 minutes on a, on a, on a napkin. And, uh, and they were going to Baylor. Like, that's what everybody wanted. And, and all of a sudden, it's just it's gone, you know, with with a night's sleep. It's yep. it's it's gone. And then I remember, I think it was you or one of you guys tweeted like the next morning or the, two days, the day of the game, it was supposed to happen. Like maybe it's better for the sport if they didn't play. Right. Like maybe if we we have something to keep looking forward to. So, and then now you factor in the conference tournament, and everybody has to have their announcements in by Friday. Like this is te- it's, it's really tense, man, because you yep. see the intensity on the court. Nothing's dropped. You talk to coaches. We had Holtman on the podcast. Uh, we had Casey Alexander on the show the other night. Their guys want to play, man. They want to play. And I think there's some serious, serious discussions being had with teams and also serious decisions being made with schools. And we're going to see who's really got the juice at these schools because this is different. And, and I compare – I'm a college football guy. I played college football. Like, college football, the bowl games, teams were opting out because there, there's not. I mean, it's a bowl game, and like, listen, I lived off going to bowl games yeah. the best weeks of my life. Right. But now you got these bubble teams who want to play because they got a chance at a championship. Yeah, that's what that's what makes college basketball. Well, college not basketball. even the bubble teams, Steve. Not even the bubble teams. The team that's in the middle of the CAA saying, you know what, James Madison's the number one seed. We could beat James Madison, so we yeah. want to play in this conference tournament because we still feel like we have a shot. To get to the NCAA tournament, we might have had a couple pauses that affected us, and now we're at full strength. Whatever it is, it's just like one more shot. Where the bowl games, it's like, yeah, it's one more game, but it doesn't yeah. mean anything. It, mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere potentially. No, I, I totally agree, and that's and that's the difference. And like that's that's why I mean, we know how 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 fast it happened. Like last night, really, really got me pissed off when I saw that senior group from Dayton getting honored. And knowing what happened to them last year, man, yep. like I still like every I don't I, like whoever you are that's mad about last year. Like I don't care who you are. I immediately think of Anthony Grant, man. Yeah, like that. That's they're yeah. never gonna get that again. No, never. I agree. Agree. And and I just like last night they got the seniors out there. Crutcher's been incredible. Yep. He's got his jersey out there framed with the other seniors, and I'm like, yep. that's brutal, man. So, that's brutal. Knowing this yep. last year at this time what they were sitting on. Doster, I'm here. Are you awake? I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to get a word in. I'm waiting to get a word in. You guys, <laughs> you guys are rolling. Like, why am I going to cut you off? This is awesome. Doster, here just sits there, and you um, don't know if he's frozen. Sometimes this is what yeah, I, yes, I noticed that. I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to watch as much as I can. He's like this, and it's like, can he freeze or is he actually slipped? <laughs> no, Steve, I do have a question though. So I lived in DC for for ten years of my life, and it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite cities um, on the planet. And I'm just what, – what's the adjustment been like for you? Have you had a chance to go out and experience anything in the city? How much is shut down? I mean, I, I really miss it down there. It's 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 like nothing I've ever seen. And that's what I say. Like, we were talking – you know, we got three – I got three little girls. And, 
the idea of what he's like, you keep trying to tell him what is at, not at stake, but like what's on the cusp of them being able to experience. Like a mm-hmm. year ago, this past weekend, we came down here house shopping. Like we knew like this, it was done. Like we were going to come down. Where are we going to move? You know, we're going to go to Bethesda. We're going to do Potomac, you know, the whole Virginia. Like that, that was it. We went to the, we went to the zoo. Girls fell in love, um, you know, with that thing. Like, so it's like, we haven't even been able to go down to DC really and, and let them run around, you know, the mall and stuff like that. Just with everything has been going on. We lost days of work because, you know, Scott had COVID. We lost days of work because of what happened at the Capitol. It's just been a lot, but, um, it's slowly but surely they're opening up. Uh, you know, M- Montgomery County opened up to 25%. They were like the last group um, that opened up to 25% capacity. So, like, people could go to, you know, sports bars now and, and watch games, which is which is really cool, I think. You know, obviously everybody's following protocols and stuff like that. But it's – I'll tell you what, people love their basketball hair, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, what is it, uh, Paul 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 uh, – the school in Virginia that um Paul the sixth yeah that wrote Roach from Duke went to like they played the math of the other night and it was one oh nine one oh seven in OT and like the highlights are online there's a there's a there's a Twitter account Capital Hoops which is absolutely phenomenal shout out to those guys that are doing work uh there's a, a couple of huge recruits down here um one that goes to Bishop McNamara a big guy that's rumored to uh I guess Georgetown's on his list but there's they're coming from all over like to see, like Rob, you know, I, you and I grew up playing high school hoops in Connecticut. We didn't. They're knocking those cats down. It's very different they, down there. It's very, very different. That could do some things. <laughs> so it's 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 awesome, man. Like and and to Scott's credit, like Maryland, it is. I, I asked him on a podcast a while ago. Like, I don't know what it is, but like these Maryland people and the pride they have for their flag is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And and it, and then it runs into the to the campus, the Maryland. Like, um. So it's 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 really cool because. I had I came down here on a seventh grade class trip with my mom's school back in the day. I mean, nineteen eighty eight, probably. Like that was it. All I had in DC. So like this is it, it's even cooler for me to to drive into the in, in you know um, over to Roosevelt Bridge, you know, and, and see you know all the the monuments and, and everything coming in. So uh, it's every day for work. So it's it's been a blast. It really has. All right, yeah, so I, I, I miss it down there. I, I love it down there. Um, you're you're gonna. You're you're gonna grow to feel like it's home eventually. Yeah, like that's kind of how I felt when we were left. It was it was pretty disappointing to leave. But I'll tell you this much: you mentioned the flag. One of my favorite things from being down there is when you go to the the Maryland games and it's packed. And I'm sure you've been to one before. Yep. And at the the first TV timeout in the second half, um, when they they turn the music all the way up and they bring the flag down over the entire, you know, they have that wall of students mm-hmm. on the opposite end from the yep. media. They roll it roll it all the way up. Yeah. Roll it all the way down on top of the entire okay. student section, and the place is just rocking, and everybody's jumping. And the way that they set up that arena, like I, it's one of like I think the most underrated home court uh, experiences in college hoops because they have the entire thing of fans like all the way around the floor, and then a wall straight up on the other side. There's no like tiers; it's just a wall of fans, and it's oh man, I, I can understand why Maryland fans are insane when they go to there. Yeah, it's uh, and that, I mean, Holtman and Garb have talked about this year. Like, glad we can't like <laughs> feel fortunate that there were no fans here. Like, we this place is easily one of the toughest in the league, uh, and it's totally different without the fans here because we know how crazy they are. So, so give me. You usually go to Vegas, right, yeah. for for the tournament. I haven't been. I've never done it. I've never done it. The year I retire from from doing this work, 
I'm mm-hmm. going to Vegas for the whole week and maybe for three weeks and just stay there and leave. Uh, um, have you traveled anywhere? Like, will you go three weeks to Vegas? You will not survive, Jeff. No three way. Weeks in Vegas with you? No way. No chance. Uh, I actually went out there when they did the Masters in what was that? October, November. Yeah. Scott uh, went to Augusta, and then I went out to Vegas for daily wager. So yeah. I was out there. Like you talk about a different vibe, man. Like. You know, some places have the partitions, you know, for blackjack tables. Everybody's masked up. Some people, you can only sit two people. I did not sit down at one table when I was out there. Uh, the new casino, Circa, opened downtown, which is absolutely incredible. They got the, the stadium really? swim. The sports book is the best one I've seen. Wow. Um, so it's, 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 it's really cool, but, like, the different vibe. I mean, everybody's masked up, like, you know, you know following rules and stuff like that. Um, but just – the vibe, the energy, you know, I think I just saw the MGM family of casinos on March 3rd is finally opening 24-7, seven days a week. Yeah. So it's uh, it was different. But, yeah, I've actually graduated. You know, Jeff, I, you and I were out there for when the Pac-12 tournament, and you did Gonzaga, I think you did the wraparound. Yeah. Um, but I've grown to go out there because I'm in the minority of this. I know it, but I'll say it anyway. I like conference championship week better than the first week of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I think there's more at stake. I think the games are better. And I just, you know, being able to be in Vegas and going to the window and betting a game and then walking down the hallway and watching the game, like the Pac-12 tournament, like yeah. there's nothing like that. Nothing yeah. like that. And I grew up going to the Big East tournament in New York. Like, you know, and I, I mean, that's I, last time I think I saw you guys, uh, you know, we were doing the double, Jeff. We did Big East in the afternoon, and then we went over to see Duke and Carolina at the Barclays. Like, you can't beat that stuff. No. So, true. Conference Championship Week, to me, um, captures it all. And it's kind of turned into, you know, New Year's Eve is a, is a uh, what do they say, uh, um, a rookie holiday to celebrate. You know, NCAA tournaments t- sort of turned into yep. now girlfriends are getting involved in the trip, and, you know, it's not yep. the guys. Yep. You know, it's – Amateur hour a little bit, but you got to yeah. know where you're going. Obviously, everybody loves the action, but there's not too many places better to be uh, than that than than that place for those two weeks. What What would you do if you're me? So, so they came out yesterday. NCAA comes out and says 25 mm-hmm. fans. Okay, so I'm going to go to Indy most likely. I'm yep. going to go even though I'm not going to have access to anybody. I'm tier three. Media's tier three. Uh-huh. Obviously, they're tier one. They don't want us. Uh, with any players, coaches, I get it. Um, even though one high-profile coach said that I could be completely embedded within them the entire time, uh, NCAA is not going to allow it. Which, again, I understand completely. But but now they come out with twenty-five percent fans. Yep. And it's like, okay, if there weren't fans, it'd be a little easier for me. Now it's like, okay, am I in a hotel? And there's a bunch of other fans there. Uh, do we have, you know, like, I don't, it's just a different dynamic now that, that makes me, you know, I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm not getting no. it before I go. Yeah. So do I go, do I literally just sit in my hotel room or rent out an apartment for a month and literally just go apartment to game back to apartment, back to different arena? Like, what do I do? I just, it's crazy to me. And like, I, I, my problem, Jeff, is I, I just going with that whole idea of the tournament in Indy right now. I don't think people are really knowing what exactly this is going to be. You know, like they already moved the day. It's going to wrap around the first weekend to Monday now. Yep. Um, 
So, and then the, just the daily traffic, like you guys have been the regionals. Like sometimes the off days of the regionals are more busy than the days that there's games. So like you're just going to have people constantly in and out of the city, going to games, going to pr- like press conferences. Are you just going to stay at the hotel? Like what's the shoot around status? You know, like how anything. It'll just be Zoom calls for any press conferences. Yeah, move. like yeah. you'll easily get more work done at home. Easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it's just the environment, though. You you kind of want to be able to document what it's like in Indy. But again, I'm going to walk out of my hotel room and I don't know. Could it be packed? I mean, again, you're yeah, talking that's saying, like 25 percent is, is what? 15, 20,000 people that are going to be allowed in for the final four. And and again, you might have other people just coming in saying, all right, well, I'm going to bounce around to a couple games in the first round. This is going to be great. And obviously they're going to have to wear masks, but are they going to be wearing masks outside on the street? Don't know. Mm. No, it's, it's like I said, unprecedented, man. It is. Yeah. It really, and then I saw what, 500 at Assembly Hall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What does that seat? Uh, I don't know. It's got to be like, is, I think it's or, 17. Yeah. 15? I don't know. Something like that. So wow. that that's minimal. I'm going, Hey, here, here's how screwed up I am. You know where I'm going tomorrow? First game I've been to since November, like 29th. I'm going to the Bryant Merrimack game tomorrow with my daughter. I'm taking my daughter and okay. we've got it set up. Nobody else is really in. We're going to, we're going to walk in. We're going to sit at the top of the bleachers. Nobody else is going to be there. It's right after the Ohio state Michigan game ends. We'll boot right. out, we'll go, and then we'll leave, like, literally horn, buzz, you know, at the end, and we're out. You're going to have to pry you away from going downstairs to the press conference. So- <laughs> <laughs> press conference. <laughs> Poor Joe Gallo. He's Poor Goodman. Go Goodman's going to be the first guy sitting down. Where's my chair? That's right. I want to be at the press conference. Where's Gallo? <laughs> oh, man. All right, let, let's get to the slate today. Yeah, uh, we'll wait awesome long slate. Uh, for 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 some games today, and we, we got mm-hmm. some good ones. I mean, listen, when Baylor's not playing, it, it sucks. We haven't had Baylor for a while. Yeah, uh, and Gonzaga is in the WCC. <laughs> They're playing uh, a Division Two team today, uh, San Diego. So, um, no disrespect to Sam Scholl. I love Sam Scholl, but. Uh, they, they're coming off a pause. Oh, man. No disrespect, but they're fucking terrible, right? They're, they're not good. good. They're not good. They're coming off a pause. It's not fair. So <laughs> no Baylor. You really don't have Gonzaga. So it does take away from the, the slate a little bit here. But we've still got some good games. we still got some good games. What, what, what do you like the best, I guess? Let, let's start with that. Of the high-profile games, Steve, what do you like the best? Uh, UConn Nova. I, I think there's a lot of things still to be proven in the Big East. Um, I, I'm still not sold on Nova as being this top uh, a, a number one seed. I'm really not. Now, can they get there? Of course. And I just keep looking at this game and, and watching UConn and going back and watching games now that Book Knight's back and watching games when he wasn't playing. Like they've they've had some serious efforts. Like I know Marquette isn't what they win, but like that win, they I think that's actually the game he got hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. like that, that, what they showed in that game, like I think they have the goods uh, to to make a run. And I'm really interested to see with all the the small guys how they match up with Villanova. I think they kind of match up pretty well, but it just feels like no Nova's kind of lulling us to sleep here, and they're they're due for that enormous game where they're you know, 12 of 15 from three, and, and, and you know, they're making every shot in the building. So that game, to me, is really interesting. 
And I just say on the Big East also is because another team I'm really interested in the Big East because I think they can make a run is Seton Hall. I really like the makeup of that team. I think they're versatile enough. I think Willard's still trying to figure out. They need Aiken, Steve. No, I know. I know. Um, And and we know what, you know, his status has been in in years prior, you know, at Harvard and stuff like that. But it's they're really, really interesting to me because they they have the goods. They're tough. They they can defend different ways. Steve, you don't like these guys? Come on. You're, you're, I'm a Johnny's fan now. Did you hear? Oh, Did you hear? I'm a Johnny's fan. How many hats you got back there? What are you? A lot of hats. He's got a lot. This one is giving me the most. you leave that cow hat down, all right? Just don't put <laughs> no, that stupid cow so hat on. He pissed at me when he saw me with a cow hat. It was like, oh. Bad, bad, bad. I've been bad. wearing that hat since I was like, I don't know, probably like 14, 15 years. I just like the hat. I like that. Well, I, I, like I, I don't. I don't. I don't. No, you don't. No, you don't like the hat. Uh, what else we got? What do you guys think of Tennessee? <laughs> Ask like, Doster. Ask the, Doster loves the balls. Well, no, no. Here's here's what I did. Here's what I did. So I was on them all preseason, right? I was hyping them up. I have a future yeah. on them at thirty-five to one. Um, and so when they went into Missouri and they won by twenty, like I celebrated. That was my Super Bowl. And then. I just I kind of I kind of let it go, right? I kind of let it breathe a little bit, and then they start they started losing. So I got my win, right? Like I got I put out a tweet. They got like three thousand likes or something like that after they won that game, and now I can kind of just you know I, I I took the W when I had the opportunity to take. Now the you're w taking and, L's is what you're yeah. doing now. You're taking yeah. L's. Ever since then, I've taken L's. L's but I, I got the win in the moment, man. That's what you got to do. It, it, it's hard in these content streets, Steve. Uh, and then like I look at. Like Missouri also in that conference. Like, what the heck? Well, they, they haven't had Tillman for the last two. So, okay. yeah, that's a big part. Well, they, of if, they, if they lose today, they like they're in trouble. You're, you're way on the back. Yeah, they're in trouble then. I um, mean, what else we got? Texas Tech. I really like they're coming off the pause. I mean, Kansas, what, what do you think? Like, I saw, I think Lenardi has Kansas at a five right now. Yeah, I, I don't listen. I don't love you. Like, I don't love Kansas. But I like Bill Self at home that, against a, a Texas Tech team that is coming off a, a little bit of a pause here. I'm not – and, again, I've lost a lot of money on Bill Self this year, a lot of money. But I don't I don't think I'm going to lose this one. And and there's no bigger Chris Beard – you guys both know this. There's no bigger Chris Beard fan on the planet than me. Nobody. Like, this I is a tough spot for you, Every job that a really tough spot. Because every time – Steve, every time we're on the show, he, this is what he says. He says, you know, am I really going to – you know, Bill Self is only laying three points. You know, Bill Self is getting two points at home. Chris Beard is getting six points. So now you have Chris Beard and Bill Self playing. Yeah. This. What do I do? What are you going to do? I'm how do you how do you make a pick in this one? I'm it's taking hard. Bill Self because um, it's only two points at home. I, I feel like again, Texas Tech hasn't played. For, and honestly, I don't think here's here's what I would say. Mac McClung to me, we know is the key for Texas Tech, right? If he can't. If he has a three for 15 shooting performance, they're not winning. And mm-hmm. I feel like you put Marcus Garrett on Mac McCall and you say, that's all you got to worry about today. Like, don't worry about, honestly, they got to take pressure off him running the team. He is just not, he's not a point guard. No, that's what I was going to say. Do they have guys that, because he always has to have the ball in his hands. You I don't think Beard, back. I don't yeah. think Beard trusts anybody else with the ball in there and is bringing it up. Neither team has a real point guard. Like no. that thing, neither team has a real point guard. Now McClung can make plays at least. Marcus Garrett can't really make plays. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, a grinder type game. Uh, two guys that are to me 
among the best X's and O's coaches uh, in the country. But I don't think it's going to be a, a – a, like, I, I want to watch the West Virginia-Texas game more because mm-hmm. that's no going to be a game no doubt about it. to the eye. Like, that's going to be a fun up and down – like, when have you seen a West – like, when have you been so excited to watch West Virginia play? Since, like, now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Besides Cold the Final Four team. They're, they're, like, they, they just – no doubt. But I just – West Virginia, I mean, God bless their fan base. They're awesome. I love them, but man, they just—they've come up to let them down in some some big spots. Um, you know, Texas—did they peak early on? I don't know. Like they're athletic as hell. Uh, you know, they could throw some different guys defensively. Um, I, so Shaka and Huggins, like they'll have a they'll have a conversation before the game. All right, like on the court, like masked up. Will the Auburn head coach and the LSU head coach have a conversation? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think. No. I mean, if they do, it'll be about as phony as phony can be. Yep. Okay. You know, that's an interesting game today. Hey, did you see the stack? Did you see the stack house thing to Calipari the other day? No, I did not. Oh, you didn't see this? So Cal, it was good. It was good. Kentucky wins a close one at the end, and stack stack right now. I don't know yep. if you paid attention, but stack, oh yeah, stack's a little upset at a lot of media people. Um, oh, wow. So at you, Calipari, at you, don't be a lot of media people at you. He is upset I'm at mad, me. Mad at you. He's called me racist, basically. He's called me racist. Like, he, listen, Stack, you, you're just not a good coach, period. You're just not a good coach. Okay. Anyway, so Cal, after they win, does one of these. Oh. And, and Stack looks over at him and he goes, <laughs> and he walks off. It was, I'll send you the video. It was absolutely uh, classic. Like I missed that because I was watching the end of that game because the, the number was intact there late with some free throws on the line. It sure was. It sure mm. was. Yeah. So, uh, we got that one. All right. my um, Where are you on Virginia and Duke, Steve? Yeah, I love I love Virginia tonight. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I, I'm with you. I, I, I look at the situation, knowing how they got embarrassed Monday night, yeah. and I'm a Duke fan. I watch Duke. I, no one's watched more Duke than me this year. And – you go back and look at the last – I mean, they played their two best games, obviously, without Jalen. We could draw the dots there. But offensively, they've really found some freedom, and the idea is that they're making shots, you know. But I just think – the I, Virginia likes to play defense. Duke does not. Exactly. Like, give me the team that likes to play defense all the time when two teams like that, you know, match up against you. I think the experience is huge. Um, you know, I think, the you know, Clark is going to be a pain in the ass – uh, to whoever is yeah, handling the ball. Crazies. Like, like yeah. nobody's affected more by not having fans than Duke. Nobody. First time, uh, I think somebody said first time in whatever amount of years that somebody else than Carolina is favored in Cameron. Wow. Well, it's crazy. I mean, Virginia has owned the regular season ACC. Now, yeah. he hasn't, Bennett hasn't owned K specifically, but their record, I, I posted every so often. It's amazing what Tony Bennett has done the last seven years in the ACC. He, he's, he is an elite-level coach. We know that. Um, and I think yeah, I want to say, say Virginia and Florida State are uh, in win percentage in conference games ahead of Carolina and Duke. I don't know if Florida State is. Maybe over the last, like, four years. They might. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's done like the last seven. So I'm with you. I like Virginia. I, I think, again, you give Tony Bennett um, time to prepare for a young team. And everybody loves Duke right now. And everybody's look saying, been, well, look at who they've beaten. Let's they, be honest. And that's, that's the thing. Everyone's talking about 4-0 uh, without Jalen Johnson. It's 
Wake Forest twice. twice it's BC right. once. It's Notre Dame, and then they blew out NC State without uh, who? Who's the kid that tore his ACL? Daniels, Devin Daniels. Daniels. Yeah, without Devin. Yeah. yeah. But so my thing with Virginia there is that the the reason why they the, what they want to do offensively is basically kind of get like Kihei into the lane because they have like their their three sharpshooters are all big guys. Trey Murphy, Jay Huff, and Sam Hauser. So they want to get Kihei into the lane and then just let them find open guys, wherever the help comes from, get it to someone, knock down an open three. Uh, he couldn't do that against Florida State because they have 17 dudes that are like 6'6 six, six and yeah. athletic. I don't think that Duke is – I don't think he's going to have a problem getting into the lane against we, Duke. So. Three of us can get in the lane against Duke. That's Correct. Right. You think Huff will guard Hurt? Uh, um, maybe Hauser. I think I think right. Duke is going to start with Williams right. out there. Got Williams. Williams at the five. Got so it. So I would got guess it. he's going to be there. But yeah, I mean that'll be an interesting matchup. Yeah, hurt for sure. Hurt, hurts the guy that scares me though, because I, I don't know. Like, look, Hurt can't guard anybody, but Sam Hauser can't really guard anybody either. So no, very. True. They're, not, they're not out there to guard people. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> Have what, do you think of, uh, what do you think of Matthew Hurt's beard? Can I get a take on that? Brutal. Did you see somebody put the the Blue Devil head right next to him? It is identical what he has facial hair-wise. There's a picture out there online. It's pretty funny. Um, (laughs) Have either of you guys been to Pullman to cover a basketball game? Never. I've never been to Pullman. Never. We got a big one today there. Big one. Huge one. one. Big one. And to be honest, I I think I like the point. Right? Isn't Stanford giving four and a half? Yeah. It's a lot of points for Stanford to give. Tricky spot, tricky right. spot. Um, they, I mean, I know it's Washington, but like just seeing the whole team play, like they haven't had everybody, Jeff, since they beat the, Alabama. I know it's like, and, and like I go back to how good they looked early on. Like they should have beat Carolina, yep. you know, in, in in the Maui in Asheville. Like that, that's the team. Like that team is dangerous. How was Zaire against Washington? Good, he was. really good. Oh yeah, I didn't think he was coming back. By the way, there was a good chance. I don't think a lot of people did. Right, like Stanford was worried that he was checked out. He was he was going to pull Jalen Johnson, and Mm. uh, I love Zaire. I mean, I got a chance to talk to him for a while before the season. Like he is a remarkable, remarkable kid to talk to, and uh, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's finishing it up, especially with everything that team went through. Yes, no one, no one has had it worse than Stanford during right. this no. entire thing. Like they've, you had the stat the other day, Jeff. What was it like? They've been home six five days. days. It was five days bed. until they returned. It was five days. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. It's it's so, incredible. Can, listen, I don't know if they can make a run now. They may be too far off the bubble at this point. But this this is a must win. I mean, they're kind no, of all yeah. must wins now. I, I almost think they're they're uh, you know surviving in advance right now. Yeah, like I don't Probably think they right. could lose again. Yeah, it sucks because, again, I felt like if they were close, maybe the committee would show some mercy on everything that they've had to deal with if they could just yeah. be in the bubble. But now you're probably talking about running it, getting to the you know, Pac-12. Do you, I, don't you don't think think they're far, I don't think they're as far out as you guys think they are. I got them. I have them in right now. Yeah, they're like they're they're right there on the the no. edge. Like, I'm no, looking at Bracket Matrix right now. Wow. You, have B, you have BYU in? I have BYU in. You're crazy. Yeah, You're BYU. crazy. I do. Oh, them. They're going to really opt out. They're well, that confident. This week. They're going to do whatever Gonzaga tells them to do. <laughs> gonna do. Hey, uh, while we're talking numbers, I got a stat for you guys that um, you got to hear. That I, I gave out 
uh, Oregon the other night against Colorado. I went yeah. had her. Uh, you remember McKenzie, the old uh, researcher yeah. McKenzie yeah, Kramer, Jeff, unbelievable kid. Yeah. He went back and looked out. He likes the action, obviously. <laughs> he went back and looked at because I, I had this. I said, "This is this is when Oregon starts to go February, mm-hmm. March, and yep. it's just like put just put them down for a win against the spread." Since Dana Altman has been in Oregon, 11 years, okay, yeah. 11 years in conference games, Oregon is set now, if they covered the other night, 77 and 46 against the spread in conference <laughs> games. <laughs> think about that. That's, That's a Like, you know, you talk, you always think about, you know, these things like, oh, there's this perception in my head, like they never lose in February, March conference games. Oh wow, they really don't. He's so good. He's such oh. a good ball coach. And, yes. and again, they're like they're they're everybody's kind of like sneaky pick now to go to the final four. I think everybody who watches the game, who knows Dane Altman and understands the talent that he has at Oregon, like I felt like when they got LJ Figueroa, I was like, all right, that, that's gonna be the X factor for them because he doesn't have to do too much. He, he didn't fit into Mike Anderson's system at all. No, yeah, he's been way better than I thought because he was just like a standstill guy at St. John's. Yep, that's right. Uh, What else? What else? Going to get the credit that he deserves too. What what else? I talked about this the other day. Like he should be an All-American. Who's that? Chris Duarte. Yeah. Oh God, he was phenomenal the other night. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He's been nicked up too. Like I just feel like their whole team. He needs you know that ten game. Like he was preseason All Conference. I want to say. Yeah. You know. I mean, he's averaging like I think it's. It's 18 points, four boards, two assists, two steals, and shooting 40-something percent from and three. Guard. And, and guard. Yeah. And I, I looked it up the other day, and, like, no one – no one, whatever his thresholds are right now, no one's ever done that in college basketball before since, like, 1992. All right, let, let's we're, – we're, we're about 40 minutes in. We know Steve uh, doesn't have to shovel, but some of us do. Um, oh, sorry. Let's Make go through some other games we like. Let's go through some other games we like. Okay, go. What, go ahead, Steve. You're up first. Uh – what do you guys think of Carolina? So I, I gave you <laughs> – I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But uh, I thought I had some good information early that maybe a couple players from Louisville aren't going to play. Now I think they're going to play. So Louisville is probably going to be close to full strength against Carolina. The thing is, Louisville hasn't played in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay? So like, yeah. even though they've got everybody, they've been out for three weeks and they haven't been able to practice uh, the last couple days full, a lot of these guys. So I guess I like Carolina, but five and a half scares me a little bit, especially because Louisville's got – what does Louisville have? They've got veteran guards, Point good guard. guards. Carolina wow. has, you know, young, talented guards that, that scare the hell out of me. So I, I really liked it last night. Now I, I don't have a huge take on Louisville. <laughs> How's that? See, Rob, we back them into a corner, and that's all. And then we see the true colors. Yeah. I don't know how you do this every day with them. I really don't. It's it's hard, man. Trust me, it's very very hard. I like Syracuse. I like the Cuse against Notre I just, Dame. I just saw that they need it. Right? Need it. Like and need Syracuse it. always ends up on the bubble. Always. <laughs> like they're going to get there somehow. Bayheim's going to get them to the bubble. And this game, they can't lose. I mean, they they can't lose at home uh, to Notre I, Dame. I got one for you, Jeff. I got one for you. Go ahead. Going completely against everything that I've ever talked about on this stream, yep. uh, Minnesota. Uh-oh. The team you always want to bet at home, right? Yeah. Like with a ball screen point guard and a five that can shoot, you always want to bet against Illinois when yeah. you play those teams. Well, Liam Robbins has got a, 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 they call it a severely sprained yeah. ankle. Yeah. Um, Gabe Kalsher's out. 
And the last time that these two teams played, Kofi went for 33 and 13 in a in a 27 point win. So I think it's right now Bet Rivers has Illinois at th- four and a half. Let me make sure I got that right. Yeah, I got it. Either five. way, five and a half. Yeah. So I, I love Illinois here. I think they're going to run over Minnesota. It just feels like I the see. bottom is going to fall out of the Gophers at some point. Okay. Okay. You, they right. can't go to the tournament if they don't win a road game. No, I don't think Come they on. can. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Imagine. You got to win one. You got to win one. Crazy yeah, just give me one. Hey, the craziest part, a month ago, I had a, a, a long conversation with Richard Pitino about home and road, right, and and how the disparity from Minnesota home and the road over, over the years since he's taken over at Minnesota. And he's legitimately taking 20 minutes to try to convince me that there's nothing to it this year, that home road – doesn't mean anything with them this year. That and and now look at it. it. It's gotten even worse. That's what I was gonna say. Like in in any way, the argument should be stronger because there's no fans. Right, right. right. Like just come on, one. Yes, yes. It shouldn't be that hard. Uh, all right, I'm gonna throw one out. I like. Um, I like Lasalle at St. Joe's. You know why? Why? Because St. Joe's effing sucks. <laughs> That's why. And they're coming off a pause too, right? They haven't played in twenty something days. No, I, don't, I think they played. Uh, I thought they played. No, they played the other night. I thought. Yeah, they've lost. I mean, they've won one conference game. Um, I think they won like one conference game last year. LaSalle's not great, but they've got some. Oh, no, they did get. Yeah, they haven't played. It's been a while. They haven't played since January thirtieth. Yeah, I mean, I, I I really really like that. I really like LaSalle. A lot. Wow. Only I did not expect that line to be three and a Lionel, half. Lionel Simmons is not walking through that door, but he doesn't <laughs> need to walk through that door for LaSalle to beat the crap out of out of the Hawks. No. I mean, that's a bad basketball team. And, again, without Ryan Daly, it's completely different. Like, Ryan Daly to me, again, he would have made a huge difference on this team. All right, so I like them. I like uh, Pepperdine, giving, six, uh, giving three and a half at Santa Clara. Santa Clara just got back from a pause. Pepperdine's yeah. playing really good basketball, and they're in the mix for, for the second spot right now in the WCC. So they're fighting BYU for the number two seed. Uh, now, again, the whole Ken Palm rankings and the algorithm screws me up a little bit in the WCC, but I still think they're they're number two at this point. So I'm going to take Pepperdine and, and, and Colby Ross and Kessler Edwards and, and say that Santa Clara, I didn't even think they were necessarily going to like come back this year. A lot of these WCC schools, I didn't know if they were going to – San Diego, Santa Clara. They, they have been off for a while, so I like Pepperdine here. I got I got two Goodman specials for you, Jeff. You ready? I probably yes, have. Snyder has not played in 28 days. They are playing Ooh. at Quinnipiac. Last time we bet on Quinnipiac, uh, they lost to Canisius twice, and Canisius was coming off a pause of like 30-something days. But who, who uh, I, you, you faded out. Who? Ryder has been has not played oh. in 28 days. They're at Good. Quinnipiac. Uh, Quinnipiac is laying four. I like Quinnipiac there. The other one – Eastern Michigan has not yeah. played in 25 yeah. days. Yeah, they are it. at Kent State, and I believe that line is 14. So 13 and uh, a half. 14 and a half now at Bet River. So I, I I like both of those teams. The Jeff Goodman specials there. Yep. No, I love that. I love going against Eastern Michigan. He's Na- kind of Navy uh, and American are playing for the third time. Yep. No, I, I like Navy there. I like yeah, Navy me too. Lot, to be honest. Americans, Americans played four games all year, haven't they? Yes. How many games have they played? Two and two. This is their third game against Navy. Think about that. They've played four <laughs> games all year, and, and they're going to play five games, and three of them are against uh, 
American. It's it's it's. I mean, against Navy, it's ridiculous. My, ridiculous. My, favorite, uh, my favorite stat there is that Loyola, Maryland, right now is two and seven on the season. They've played yeah. nine games. Six of those games have been against Lafayette. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, those pods, man, it, it was stupid. Oof. The Patriot. I mean, but at least the Patriots playing on like the Ivy. They decided like we're gonna yeah, play. We're gonna play under our terms. No doubt. But we're gonna no play. Doubt. So like, I wish the Ivy had done that at least. Uh, so, um, well, let's do this to, to kind of get ready to wrap things up. I want yeah. I want your three favorite bets of the day from both of you guys. All right. I can go I can go first because I got three lined up ready to go. Oh, okay. My my the number one for me is um is UConn at Villanova. Uh, yeah. I still think that they're undervalued now that they have everyone back. Um Book Knights obviously healthy. They got Andre Jackson back. Uh, I think that with Book and Tyrese Martin and Andre Jackson, they can kind of match up with Villanova's versatility on the perimeter and where Villanova struggles, I think, is guarding uh, people that can put the ball on the floor and get to the rim. I think UConn's got a lot of those dudes. Uh, I love Virginia for all the reasons that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. I think that's minus two right now. Um, and then the last one for me is uh, is Illinois minus five and a half at Michigan. So those are my uh, three favorite bets of the day. What do you got, Steve? Uh, I'm going to go Virginia also, which is going to be a long way away, knowing that's an eight o'clock game. I'm going to take Izzo with the points at Assembly wow. Hall. Wow. Look at um, that. I'm trying to think how many points he's going to win that game because I think that's going to be a bucket of blood with those guys' <laughs> defensive game planning for each other. Yeah. Um, so it's not going to be pretty. I don't think I'm going to watch that whole game. I'll probably check in around halftime to see what the score is, but we're getting six there. Uh, I like Izzo there. And you mentioned Syracuse. Um, Jeff needing a win. I think a team that really, really needs a win. It's a dangerous spot. The line stinks, but I really think they have something to prove, and that's Missouri. I think Missouri's got to get a win. I think they go to South Carolina. They're given three. I'll take my chances with Missouri there. Isn't South Carolina banged up too? Yeah. yeah. Some guys, out. right? He's out. Kuznard's out, but yeah, he, he's, he hasn't really shot it very well anyway. Good defender. Uh, I, I'm going to go Syracuse. Love Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the LaSalle Explorers. Um, and my last one is going to be Kent State, giving 13 and a half to, to Eastern Michigan. I think Eastern Michigan's kind of a dead team. I think Rob Murphy, their coach, is on his way out. Uh, so those are my three at this point. But uh, listen, uh, glad to have you on. Um, awesome glad, to be on. Glad we brought you on. Good to see you. It's been way too Absolutely. long. Absolutely. Way too long. We'll we'll figure something out here once, once the, the warm weather uh, hits. I got to get Talia up to D.C. to see maybe Maryland. I don't know if she can get into school in Maryland, but we got to get her up there. GW, Maryland. I was going to say, plenty of places down here. Exactly. She, she can get in some technical school or something over, over in D.C. Don't worry. <laughs> no, her, her grades are way better than mine. Just not. Uh, they better be. Yeah, they are. Well, it's Just pretty easy. take her up to Tucson because she ain't going to come back. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, listen, uh, happy Saturday. Thanks for Absolutely. joining us, Steve. And, uh, the biggest degenerate gambler I know. So you're perfect for this show. I <laughs> uh, appreciate what you guys are doing. Was catch, watch and catch as much as I can. Uh, love it. I know all the people at all the different schools. What you guys have done is, is is everybody's loving it. So this is your time of year, boys. Go to eat it up. Love you, man. All right, brother. Later. See you guys.